You're listening to a Church Doctor production. Welcome to the audio version of the Church Doctor Report, presented by Kent Hunter. Welcome to this issue, the audio version of the Church Doctor Report, Young Adults Rising, the Send Movement. Hi, Mike. Hope I'm not interrupting you. Uh, The church secretary was at her desk, but uh, she was busy on the phone, and I just wanted to say hi. Ah, no problem, Mike said. Come on in, Kent. It's always great to see you. Hey, how's it going, Mike? Well, he said, good, but not without some challenges. I thought, you know, Mike, in March... We're going to lead our 18th group of pastors and church leaders to visit some of the amazing churches in England. You know, I paused for a minute there and let Mike process. He knew what was coming. Mike, I've invited you before, and if you never go, it's not going to change our friendship. But I just, well, you know, we've talked about some of the challenges that you're facing at church like every pastor faces, and Mike replied, "Ah, don't worry. I know you know and want what's best for my church and for me. Well, I replied, you know, Mike, most of the churches in England are declining near death or closed up. You know, only 2% of the people even attend church. The secularization of The U.K. is about 20 years ahead of us here in the U.S. However, there are a number of churches that are literally on fire. Wall-to-wall young people. Very exciting, I answered. Mike paused and then replied, Yeah, I know, Kent. I've heard you talk about that before. Well, Mike, I just think it would be really great if we had those 12 days together and, well, then, you know, talk about experiences along the way during our meals and on the trains when we travel from one city to the other. I just think it would be really great and give you some fresh ideas and, you know, a lot of encouragement. These churches have young people everywhere, and the older people are on fire, too. (laughs) It is really exciting. I can tell you about it, but Well, this is one of those things you really have to experience, Mike. It's just, what, caught better than taught. I promise you, you'll never be the same after that. Mike thought for a minute, and then he said, You know, Kent, I'll pray about it. What are those dates? You know, one of the greatest challenges most North American churches face is the loss of young people. Over the past, what, almost four decades, Church Doctor Ministries has worked with almost 2,000 churches from 78 different denominations, networks, non-denominational and independent congregations. Here's a graph, kind of a graphic view of the average distribution of worship attendance, and it'll tell you something about the number of young people. You know, it starts with the category of ages 13 to 19. That would be about 10% in most congregations. And, of course, these are kids who are still under the thumbs of their parents. (laughs) 
But then they leave home, go to college, go to work, get married, do whatever. And then you see this major, major drop in the number of people in those younger ages. You know, you don't have to be a certified church doctor or a rocket scientist to look at the age demographics and recognize that the future of most churches in general looks pretty bleak. You look at the age range from 20 to 33, and it makes up only 11% of that worshiping group. Now, you look at those over 40, 70% of the congregation. Now, would it get your attention to know that in these churches we visit in England, it's amazingly different? We just got input from one of those churches. Over 70% of the members of the church are under the age of 40. Now, think about that. Our churches here average those over 40, 70% of the congregation. Over there, those under 40, 70% of the congregation. Do the math. God's doing something worth taking a look at. Don't forget that the Christian movement over in England is about 20 years ahead of North America in the decline pattern and those churches that are responding, those unique churches that are really doing something that we can learn from. Yeah, those churches, they're just uh, really booming. And there's probably a couple hundred of them there in the U.K., we could call these churches outliers. They are outside the norm in England. Do you think you could learn something from them? In truth, every year, I still learn more. After 18 years. Why? Because they continue to learn. These leaders are on a learning curve also. Except that they're constantly and always about 20 years ahead of us. So when I hear these guys speak, when we go every year... I tell you what, I listen and I take notes. Yeah, they just have learned to move ahead. And I believe that's coming to this side of the Atlantic. And if you want to see what God's doing and what God can do and what God's going to do, yeah, England is a classroom for the future. You know, these churches have provided many of the insights that we at Church Doctor Ministries share with congregations here in North America. And if you want to learn how God is moving, working, and blessing, you need to break out of your comfort zone and connect with those where God is making a difference. There are exciting movements of God all over the world, of course, especially in Africa and parts of South America and even in the underground church in China. But the great benefit of seeing those growing churches in England is the similarities that we have with the British people in culture and in language. It's just easier for us to make comparisons. Perhaps the most amazing area of spiritual growth in England is the impact among young adults, our subject for this issue. It's especially helpful because in North America, our ability to reach these young people and keep young adults is for most churches a dismal failure, and I'm sorry to say that. You know, every major movement of God in history has had a parallel youth movement. 
young adults who rise up and bring energy and enthusiasm to these movements. You know, consider the teenagers, Mary and Joseph, on their way to Bethlehem. Yeah, teenagers. What about the young adult disciples who followed Jesus? Yeah, young people. In all likelihood, most of the New Testament movement leaders were young. Most young adults like a challenge, and they're open to new strategies. Eight years ago, Church Doctor Ministries launched Send North America. Uh, you can find it at thesendmovement.com. Uh, Send is patterned after the Young Adult Discipleship and Spiritual Formation course at St. Thomas Crooks in Sheffield, England. It's one of the churches we visit. Uh, they call their Young Adult Training Mechanism FORM, F-O-R-M, all caps. The young adults who uh, come out of FORM are some of the most energetic and inspiring people I have ever met. In fact... When I first met the leaders and young Christians in form, I began praying for our son, John, who would, that he would do a, the 10-month course of form in England. And you know what? Four years of prayer later, he did. A few years after that, John suggested that Church Doctor Ministries start something like form in the United States. And we did. And we call it SEND. After eight years of operating SEND for young adults, it is almost impossible for me to describe the growth of these young adults who each year complete SEND. <laughs> the SEND movement of young adults is the beginning of what could become a major movement of young adults who will breathe new life into churches in North America, could breathe new life into your church. This is how it works in SEN. Once a young adult is accepted to SEN, they receive an instruction packet about how to raise money to participate in SEN. Since they raise that money, it literally costs them nothing financially. They are coached and guided by phone to find 10 families that will support them at $50 a month for 10 months. One family of the 10 can be their own family, their parents. Another family can be their church, and the other eight will no doubt be friends and relatives and others from and around their church. So, why do we do this? Well, we're training them to raise their own support, just like many missionaries do around the world. They are also, in this process, equipped to be accountable to their support partners, and they send a support letter each month. I read all these letters, and I'll tell you what, month by month, these young adults every year just grow and grow and blossom and get on fire for God. It, it really is the work of the Holy Spirit. So send last 10 months between September and June. The young adults move to northern Indiana, where SEND is located. They live with other SEND young adults by gender, and we help them get a part-time secular job that does not interfere with their involvement in SEND on Tuesdays and Thursdays and some weekends. 
Their time in the secular workplace provides opportunities for them to share their faith, and they are expected to do so. And they do it once they become the lifestyle of a missionary. You know, at the beginning of Sen, the young adults learn about themselves. They learn about their spiritual gifts, their temperaments, their personality profiles. They read the scripture every day, all 10 months of Sen, and they participate in a huddle each week during the 10 months. That huddle is led by a ministry leader. Their teachings are provided by approximately 50 uh, volunteer adults who are, every one of them, Christian experts in the areas of that teaching. For example, the Christian approach to finance management is taught by a former president of a bank who is an outstanding Christian leader in his church and an awesome Christian. You know, once each week, the Sen young adults are out in the community serving, sharing, sharing their faith, praying with other people, performing acts of kindness in the name of Christ. They are individually discipled by the Sen leader and others. Each month, they participate in a weekend mission excursion in all kinds of areas of ministry, including homeless ministry, jail ministry, cross-cultural ministry, even ministry to Muslims. And uh, at the end of the year, the young adults participate in an out-of-country mission trip for 10 to 14 days. Some of the mission trip destinations have included Belize, Guatemala, and South Africa. Those who feel called to become a SEN leader at their home church or elsewhere return for a second year of SEN, and they are mentored by the leader, discipled throughout the process of the 10 months of SEN, and they are also discipled by the leaders of Church Doctor Ministries, including me. And it is really a joy to work with these young adults. You know, when they get finished, send young adults can follow any career path. But I'll tell you what, no matter what, they are high-value assets as church members. However, a lot of these young adults become committed full-time ministry workers by the time they finish SEND. They are often hired by churches who see their value as missionaries in their own country. SEND graduates have filled several ministry roles in the past. We have some graduates that are starting another SEND-type training ministry somewhere else. Uh, we have those that have gone to the foreign mission field. Some send young adults are planting churches with uh, a senior pastor. Uh, some are youth pastors, children's ministers. They work in all kinds of roles in churches. There are Christian camp directors. Some are counselors, Christian counselors, outreach specialists, all sorts of things that these young, young adults are doing as God calls and directs them. A send young adult, wherever they are, will reach other young adults for Christ. God uses them to bring young adults back to church. And in there is a great hope for the future of congregations. You know, after we started SEND, it wasn't very long 
uh, before adults who knew SEND graduates began to wonder if they could experience some of the SEND training themselves. Of course, adults who have a job and kids and other responsibilities, paying off a mortgage and all that stuff, they, they can't come and, and do 10 months like the young adults do. But what happened is Church Doctor Ministries developed a 36-month experience for churches called Healthy Churches Thrive. And uh, part of the training uh, for the church members in Healthy Churches Thrive includes uh, learning how to share uh, their God stories, how to, how to witness. Healthy Churches Thrive includes print and video resources developed for those who want to be used by God to reach out to non-Christians in their social networks. And we call this training, as I said, Send Plus for adults. Healthy Churches Thrive trains church members to develop Send Centers. Uh, this is kind of an extension of the Send idea. A Send Center is actually uh, in a church member's home, and it serves as an extension of their church into the community. What happens is these Send trained members, adult members, Send Plus trained, are there and equipped to share their God stories, their testimonies, their witnesses. And when someone responds, they invite those people to join them at a dinner at one of these Send Center homes. They just simply say, you know, I'd like to invite you to dinner with some other Christians from my church. And uh, uh, we're going to have dinner. And uh, uh, after that, we're going to watch a, a video. And uh, this is a lot easier for people to be uh, responsive to an invitation to a home than it is to a worship service, at least at this point in their journey. So these sense centers are actually middle step mechanisms for receptive people to learn about the Christian faith. In the home, they're spared the culture shock of attending a worship service. For many people in secularized America, to attend a worship service is a huge leap. And there's so much that's unusual and different, no matter how friendly you are to visitors. It's just too much of a leap for many people. And so this is kind of that middle step. We've learned that in secular America, that leap is just too huge for most people to go from the world of the world to the world of a worship service. It's just too much of an unfamiliar territory. So sin centers reflect this biblical concept that the best platform for catching Christianity is not a worship service at a church building, but it's a relationship with another Christian. And of course, sooner or later, these new Christians are going to be ready for worship. This word send that we use for all of these different mechanisms is from John 20, 21. As the Father sends me, Jesus said, I send you. And the word send reflects the idea of mission. The send movement provides numerous interconnected strategies that are adaptive to the mission field that you call your backyard. Yeah, witnessing is just telling your story. And a witness in a courtroom is just somebody who says, I was there, it happened to me, I experienced it. 
any Christian would have numerous stories like this to share. Stop and think about this for a moment. How long have you been a Christ follower? What has God done in your life? You think about that and you'll come up with a number of God stories. That's what a witness is. Someone who tells another person their personal God stories, their God encounters, what God has done in their life. So, send young adults a major movement that will catapult Christianity forward. Because send young adults learn to share their God stories too. And they get very proficient at it. It becomes part of their lifestyle. So, to wrap this issue up, 10 ways to experience the Send movement. Number one, pray for God to raise up Christians of all ages to move from spiritual maintenance to movement beginning with you. Watch out, God might answer that prayer. <laughs> that would be good. Number two, read your Bible and watch for a thousand ways Scripture tells you that you are a missionary to your social network. Not to strangers, not knocking on doors and talking to strangers, but those in your social network. Number three, look for young adults who are 18 to 29 years old, who are faithful. They are interested in the things of God. They are available. That means they're not married, tied up with children, or a marriage partner, or a job, or a mortgage, and all that stuff. And teachable, that they are eager to learn. Faithful, available, and teachable. We call them FAT, F-A-T, not because of their size, but because they're faithful, available, and teachable. And ask those young adults to take a look at Send North America, sendnorthamerica.com. It'll change their lives. They can get a phone call with someone who's a leader of Send that's in their age bracket, and they can explore it at no risk. Number four. Identify those in your church who have heartburn for lost people and invite them to consider the next annual mission excursion for England. Uh, book early because we fill up every year. We don't take more than 15 to 20. Uh, and uh, it is really a special experience. Uh, you have to experience it to believe it. And it will change your life. And that will change your church. Number five. When you gather in small groups with Christians, ask, anybody want to share what God has done in your life since we were last together? And after people get used to it, they'll begin telling what God has done in their life lately. And you know what? Before they know it, they'll be witnessing. It'll become a part of their life. No program, no pushing, just a movement. Just do it. Number six, look for people in your church who have holy discontent. Those are the people that are unsettled about the lack of growth in your church. They are the ones that are early adopters. They are the ones that are leaders for renewal in your church. They're the ones that you need to discover. And we have a survey. You can inquire about it. We'll help you know what percentage of your people who attend church regularly have holy discontent. And then you'll know what critical mass you have for a renewal movement. You might be closer than you could ever imagine. Number seven is that holy discontent. But what you want to do 
And number seven is take that holy discontent among those people, then bring them together and start healthy churches thrive and let them pay for it above and beyond the offerings they give to the church. There's no need for the church to pay for this or put it in the budget. They will, month by month, pay for Healthy Churches Thrive. Then number eight, as you grow through Healthy Churches Thrive, develop a church-wide culture of sharing your God stories. Eventually, that will become a movement and you will grow your church. Number nine, as you grow even more through Healthy Churches Thrive, gather a few friends and start Send Centers. You'll learn how. And then use the Alpha course, alphausa.com, to introduce newcomers to the Christian faith after they have dinner at the Send Center. And then continue to grow them through your Send Centers. And when they're ready for worship, bring them to worship. Finally, number 10, continue to add send centers throughout your community until your church has one send center for every 50 people in worship at your church. As send centers mature, you better be open to God's direction. Sometimes some of them might become extensions of your church, that is, another sister church of your church, and it is at once the least expensive and most productive way to reach people for Jesus Christ. Love it. God is on the move, and send is in the middle. God bless you. That's this issue of the Church Doctor Report. Thank you for listening to the audio version of the Church Doctor Report. If you would like to receive the written version in your email, please sign up by going to www.churchdoctor.org. If you've enjoyed this teaching, please share it with others and encourage them to subscribe. Thank you, and God bless.